वेलकम टू अनादर सब्सक्राइबर्स ओनली पॉडकास्ट आई एम अभिनंदन सेखरी विथ द सक्सेसफुल लैंडिंग ऑफ चंद्रयान थ्री नियर द लिटिल एक्सप्लोर्ड साउथ पोल ऑफ द मून द स्पॉटलाइट इज ऑन द पॉसिबिलिटीज ऑफ स्पेस एक्सप्लोरेशन However in one of our earlier podcasts I had mentioned that while I don't have a position on whether space exploration is good or bad I don't see why questioning it as a priority is met with such hostility or attacks we question all sorts of expenditure so for someone to question a space program in a country where millions are undernourished may not be altogether unreasonable is what I thought here's what I said is specific chandrayaan ke bare mein mai इतना जानता नहीं कि मैं इस स्पेसिफिक पर अपनी राय रखूं लेकिन जनरल जो आपने बोला जितना मैंने सुना और पढ़ा और देखा है चांद पे पहुंचने का कुछ अब फायदा है नहीं इसीलिए अमेरिका ने भी पिछले आई थिंक 48 एट ईयर्स से कोई यूनिमेश नहीं भेजा अपोलो थर्टीन वॉज द लास्ट वन आखिर अपोलो थर्टीन उसके बाद तो कोई नहीं गया क्योंकि वहाँ अगर उन्होंने भेजी थी इतनी मिशन कुछ मिला नहीं कुछ फायदा था नहीं अब होता क्या है कि जब आप साइंटिफिक एडवांस से एक डिपार्टमेंट करते हैं उससे बहुत ज़बरदस्त चीज़ें निकल आ सकती हैं जैसे कि हम आज एग्जिस्ट इसलिए करते हैं क्योंकि यूएस मिलिट्री ने एक तरीका निकालना था और यूएस एकेडमिक सर्कल्स ने भी भाई यूनिवर्सिटीज़ के कंप्यूटर्स को कनेक्टेड रखने का तो इंटरनेट वहाँ से उभरा मेरे ख्याल से मून पर जाने से ऐसे कोई फ़ायदा है नहीं कमर्शल फ़ायदा है अगर इंडिया एक ऐसा हब बन सकता है जहाँ हज़ारों करोड़ों खर्चने के बजाय हम सस्ते टिकाऊ में सैटेलाइट भेज सकते हैं तो फिर एक वो बन सकता है उसके अलावा मुझे नाउ दिस वाज मेट विद ईमेल्स एक्सप्रेसिंग डिसएग्रीमेंट एंड इवन डिसअपॉइंटमेंट वाइल सम सेट सो पोलाइटली सम वर फर्म येट सिविल व्हिच इज अ न्यूज लॉन्ड्री सब्सक्राइबर क्वालिटी सो यू गाइस एक्चुअली सेड यू नो अभिनंदन आई डोंट थिंक सो of course non subscribers to went so far as to call me all sorts of other names which is perfectly fine but you see the news laundry community is all about engaging with ideas different than ours such conversations where you are exposed to different perspectives and new information is where you change your mind and even if you don't you learn something new and that is what led to the idea of doing this episode it has been put together entirely by and with news laundry subscribers Each person you will hear on this podcast has been introduced and made available to us through News Laundry subscribers. In some cases it is one of their relatives. This includes a scientist and former director, project program planning management, PPPM of ISRO. That's right. This is the father of a thoughtful News Laundry subscriber, Ambili Nair, who also helped put together the Singapore Subscribers Meet. Thanks Ambili, I hope you and your dad are listening to this. Through their anecdotes and others and experiences we look at the journey of ISRO from its humble beginnings spearheaded by the vision of Dr Vikram Sarabhai to this year's moon landing and plans for the future So let's talk about ISRO and Chandrayaan 6 5 4 3 2 1 लेकिन अब हम ये कह सकते हैं 
की चंदा मामा अपने घर के so it is not just a nationalistic or patriotic a pilgrimage to the moon it's actually something that's going to help like people on earth live better when the first slv mission for which project director was uh, dr abdul kala slv 40 crore uh, project when slv first launch failed in shrikota launch the entire media and press seized shouted at professor davan chairman in in the poor nation like india lost 40 crores in arabian sea unfortunately i our budgets don't work like that so there is no guarantee that if you take away the budget from space it's necessarily ending up in development because the priorities are not competing between space and development we have de- developed technologies which are marginally uh, costed and uh, which is accessible to the common man and which is which, which can be done with a shoestring budget This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to Let's Talk About. While the ISRO we see today is synonymous with space travel as it rightly should be, few are aware of the role the organization played in developmental communication. Now if space travel is what ISRO is all about, is that an end in itself or a means to an end? And are the end benefits incidental or intended? Tangible or intangible? The answers were a revelation to me at least which is why I say everyone should talk to news laundry subscribers you learn something new from this amazing bunch of people let me start first with ex director of isro that's right ek kutti i have worked very closely with isro in its uh, corporate setup in its headquarters and had although i was very junior to begin with i had access even then itself to the very top and the policy making uh, system of isro as i see it when i joined isro was just in its establishment phase and very beginning itself professor sarabai had laid down what is the path pathway road map for isro he was very clear it is for the benefit of common man what common man is looking for he has in indian context he is an agriculturist he is a fisherman he is a laborer he is a person who is illiterate he is a person who doesn't know much of uh, sanitation and health hardly an education illiterate country so this was the objective with which space began that's interesting of course of course there was a science learning science atmospheric science using a tiny rocket was also one that is why turls was set up in 1962 and the first rocket fired in 763 but the objective is this how this is objective is met is an important thing that's a perspective no one's introduced isro to me that the basic reason it was set up is to to benefit the the poorest of poor the agriculturist the farmer the fisherman very interesting right okay how how to do that hmm. first of all country's educational level is very low the information system is hardly any there is no communication method to reach the village at the grassroots level there is no way so sarabai conceived a program called 
satellite instructional television experiment sit we call it site a uh, second panelist is jairam kolangara i hope i pronounce that correctly he is the retired deputy director at isro if you look at space exploration per se whether it is uh, india or any country for that matter uh, there are uh, basically three levels of uh, that means evolution actually the first is the developmental phase where we think about do we have to go to space or what are the benefits like that is essentially that the thinking process the cost benefit analysis that uh, you are referring to and that is a point when we think about in depth analysis of uh, the uh, whether what is the level of investment we need to do what, what what is the depth and persistence that we are going to have in the program formulations and now the second stage is the operational stage where uh, we have technology developed in terms of uh, satellite uh, communications uh, remote sensing uh, spacecraft uh, then uh, remote sensing end to end applications uh, taking out the data that are given out by the satellites and use them for the solving the problems of day to day life then uh, exploit the existing capabilities operational phase now we have gone to the aspirational phase a nation when it grows economically stronger and stronger I then our, our perspective changes from a impoverished country to a developed country developing country a, a, a nation that is looking forward to be one among the first in the, in the immediate future now we have become aspirational so aspirational our, our th things will bring into focus the scientific uh, means explorations which may not give, give you immediate tangible benefits for a common man but scientifically technologically we are joining the the the, the top-notch uh, innovators in the space domain so that gives a national uh, feel of no no greatness with me in the studio is parnika pralaya i hope i pronounce that correctly yeah you can pronounce it however it's just a random word my parents stick to my name <laughs> okay so <laughs> so i am working in the development sector and at this point i don't think it'll be wrong to say that i do whatever it takes from the point of view of of uh resource allocation i'd like to hear your thoughts on uh space program as someone who's not technical in that sense i think uh, when it comes to um the budget of space exploration right like so in terms of the rank ordering right like if the choice was just between space exploration versus the development sector it would be an easier thing to comment on where you're like if i spend if 100 is the total pie that i have and if 90 is what is going on let's say space exploration and 10 on development i want to take 10 away and make that 80 and make this 20 but unfortunately i our budgets don't work like that so there's no guarantee that if you take away the budget from space it's necessarily ending up in development because the priorities are not competing between space and development rather i would say it's more competing within like some other spheres of the politic political sec uh, space and the development sector mm. so to that extent i i i really uh, like do i have a preference for space space exploration yes there is a weak preference that i have for space exploration i can very easily be convinced mm -hmm. to not have that preference right but i think that weak preference also comes from uh, a political explanation around 
like what happened in the international community with like let's say a nuclear non-proliferation treaty mm-hmm. so because there are some countries who are the haves and the some who are the have nots and space is like one of those prime example of we, we don't know how space resources will be utilized and what what kind of international institutions will be put in place or laws will be put in place on utilization of resources from space mm-hmm. it's just smart geopolitics and that is the reason for my weak preference and finally joining us from the united states Fanny Velichetti give me your perspective of you know your work with NASA and of course yours will be you know semi technical but you haven't been with the government institute in India from where you sit for you is it just a scientific curiosity because you are a scientist so i'm sure it's a passion for you but sometimes do you also look at if three countries are doing it with a per capita say of anything from 15000 to $25000 you know should a country with a per capita one tenth of that be a part of that race do you ever look at that or you are so obsessed with the technical aspect so i think when we discuss like space missions as like can a poor country like india afford this and and like my counter to that would be that india should do this specifically because it is poor so mm. so like the the facts are that um when missions like chandrayaan 1 happen it, it it is not just a singular country mission even though we launched it we've had uh, like a lot of collaborators international collaborators right uh, so these collaborators and collaborations like help like earth based satellites in the long run so in chandrayaan 1 during during and after chandrayaan 1 uh, the indo indo us cooperation uh, happened and like some kind of cooperation framework agreement got signed between nasa and isro and and and, and what these things do is they um, lift like international traffic in, in in arms regulations and and what that does is like a person like me who is an indian citizen can work in uh, like european or american space organizations without being uh, overburdened by regulations and that will help in india indigenous satellite um, development actually like a, a fundamental fact of this is that currently uh, the nasa isro synthetic aperture radar uh, mission is is going to happen and is going to launch around either an end of next year or, or in two years so nisar is a synthetic aperture radar mission it has massive implications for the natural resources we have and it has like predictive and, and data capabilities for like earthquakes floods disasters and and our forest cover like rain and floods etc so like the point is that these space explorations and, and these like what like some critics may call like grandeur and uh, unaffordable space missions actually are one affordable and two actually benefit um, in indian society in terms of the data they give uh, through their collaborations so it is not just a nationalistic or patriotic uh, pilgrimage to the moon it's actually something that's going to help like people on earth live better so this is just a sneak peek because this episode is behind the paywall And if you want to hear the entire episode of Let's Talk About, subscribe to News Laundry, support independent media, support News Laundry. And if you do pay for News Laundry and pay to keep news free, not just this episode, you'll get to hear all the episodes of Let's Talk About and we have many really interesting ones that you will enjoy. 
journalism at news laundry is powered by the public because when the public pays the public is served visit newslaundry.com/subscription and pick a payment plan of your choice pay to keep news free and independent your future and indeed the future of democracy depends on it